Hey everybody, this is Chris and you're listening to One Cross Radio and today I'm joined by the always awesome Alex White. He is a, a good friend, a brother-in-law and owns an amazing restaurant in downtown Toronto called Batty's. Uh, Alex, how you doing, man? Good, man. How you doing? Doing Thank all you. right. Doing Thanks all right. For that glowing uh, introduction. No problem. Well, it, it, it's just truth, sir. It's just truth. Appreciate that. <laughs> all right. So as as usual, we'll just uh, dive right in. Can you share with us a bit about your testimony, man? Yeah. Um, I guess um, I've probably been a Christian for I think it's been just over fifteen years, maybe twelve to fifteen years. My, um, I didn't grow up in church. My nephew, uh, who's actually a few years older than me, he's like a step-nephew, he's the one who brought me to church. Um, like, uh, and uh, I was, grew up living with my mom, and she didn't go to church or anything like that. And then I moved down, uh, down to Sydney, uh, and I was in year 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie, my nephew, was the one who invited me to church. And... Yeah, and then it's been going ever since. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. And I just love that little bit of my nephew, who's a couple months older than me. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. It's modern families, man. It's funny. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you also, you just talked about it. You grew up in Australia. Mm-hmm. And most of the people who listen to this, I'm assuming, are in Canada. At least that's what the website tells me. Um, <laughs> What was what was Australia like? Like, what was your experience growing up there like? I mean, I grew up in a town, a few different towns actually. When I grew up with my mum, she moved around a, f- a little bit, and um, we were usually a few hours out of the city. So, the main area we grew up in was called the Blue Mountains, and there was a few different places we lived in: Lura, Katoomba, Lithgow, Portland, and they're all sort of. Um, country towns so not much to do pretty boring and you know so whether you get up to no good or just like drive skateboarding and that kind of thing and that's just for the most part it's pretty boring out there so I was yeah until I moved down into Sydney um uh, with my dad it was a pretty pretty slow life I guess that I lived okay Mm. thank you for sharing that man what uh what brought you to Canada my wife, Missy Meredith, your sister-in-law. Good old Missy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just uh, met at Bible College probably about 10, 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was uh, Hillsong, right? Yeah. Okay. Hillsong. And um, I moved over here probably about six years ago in hopes that we'd um, be together. And we kind of just communicated across social networks for a few years before I decided to make the leap and then cross over and then uh, see if it worked out and yeah worked out really well and I'm uh, loving it here awesome and I'll, I'll admit I'm selfishly uh, selfishly glad you did that one I'm a sucker for a good love story and that's one where I'm like <laughs> oh this is precious I love this and then also I got a pretty sweet brother-in-law out of it so I'm like yes double whammy double whammy <laughs> um you've had an opportunity to see the church in two different countries. Mm. How would you say the church climate or state of it or whatever you want to say, call it is in Australia compared to Canada? Um, I think it's obviously the heartbeat of church 
is generally the same wherever you go as long as um, the people are um, sticking to the heartbeat of God and they're kind of um, connected to and part of like a Bible-believing church. Uh, I think the biggest difference is the size that I went to. The church back home was like quite big Mm. and uh, the main campus that I went to was a few hours out of the city, or sorry, an hour out of the city as well. Um, so it's just a different sort of lifestyle and um, different pace of life, I guess. Okay. Um, whereas now the church we go, we go to here uh, is right downtown in the middle of everything. And um, for the most part, they're quite similar because the church we go to, C3, it's a Australian-based church as well. So, See, I, I didn't know that. I knew, yeah. I knew C3 a bit. And yeah. So awesome, man. The, the, um, them just originating from being from Australia, I guess it's more of a casual, relaxed uh, environment, I guess, you know, Pentecostal kind of, uh, uh, or they sort of call it non-denominational, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's good. It's great. Awesome, man. And, uh, this part I'm, ex- I'm excited about all these questions cause it's just fun asking, but what can you tell us about baddies, my good sir? What do you want to know? Everything. Everything, (laughs) Um, I mean, baddies is kind of a, was a vision or a dream that I shared with my dad probably like three, three plus years ago. And uh, really, I just, um, I never knew that I wanted to get into coffee or anything like that. But I just, when I moved over here originally, I just saw this big gap in the market for Australian style cafes and Mm -hmm. that just being breakfast lunch you know with paired with like decent coffee that kind of thing because out here it's all especially with you being in Toronto it's all like throw a rock and it'll bounce off of like five Tim Hortons right right I mean yeah the the best way I describe it to people is like imagine if every Tim Hortons Starbucks second cup Timothy's um, whatever franchise uh, imagine if those were all specialty shops and that's how you describe Sydney like or Melbourne Mm. It's a, whether or not they're good specialty, they're all just independent. Generally, they're independently owned or they're uh, um, run by, uh, yeah, just independent people. So it's kind of, there's a lot less franchises. Yeah. So I think it's just naturally breeds a more innovative, competitive um, habitat. And that's kind of why Australia's ahead of the game in so many ways. Because the independence came before the um, Starbucks and mm-hmm. what have you. As opposed to here, Starbucks, Tim Hortons came first. Yeah. And the independence came. So everyone's still comfortable with what they know. Yeah. But, yeah, Baddies was just a vision and was just birthed more so out of just a, a need and a desire to have that over at my home away from home. Mm-hmm. And seeing the potential for it. Yeah. yeah. And it's been doing, like, really good. You can see so many great reviews online. And I, like, I will attest to I love it. Every time I, whenever I get the chance to dip into the city... I'm always like, do I got a chance to dip up to Baddies? Because I love the coffee there and the breakfast there is always great. And the quality is just is just there and people seem to be really responding to it. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, we just try to, we held it to a pretty high um, expectation. And I think what we try to do is, I don't know, we want to we wanna just do something small like we have a small menu we have everything it's a quite a small place but Mm -hmm. we really want to make sure that what it is that we're doing is um we're doing it to the best of our abilities so with excellence a lot of it a lot of the baddies business model is based in church fundamentals and and church principles where it's just like 
you know, if you're going to do something, then you should be doing it with, with for God and to glorify Him, but doing it to the best of your abilities. It's like, I believe that um, the best businessmen or the best businesses should be owned by church people, Christians, because mm. it's like, we're the ones representing God. Mm. So it's like, I think we should be the ones that are the, the best because it's like, we're representing Him, we're His flag bearers. So mm. I think it makes the most sense for us to be... Um, uh, putting everything in, you know, making sure we're passionate about it and and that attesting um, so when other people see it's like they look at our business they they'll they'll look at it with so much more um, appreciation and respect as opposed to if we had so much carelessness and and lack people would disrespect our business and they were, therefore they'd be like you know yeah. I think they would just like look at God differently in in to, in my eyes anyway no and i get that it's almost the the association where yeah, exactly you've done crap service or if you're identifying as a christian in any position or in any field not even job if you're being a jerk or however mm-hmm. what have you someone's going to be like well why would i mm. want that relationship mm-hmm. yeah I, just on that side tangent piece i love that you said you've got a, like your small space You've got a small focus on your menu, but you guys have a big atmosphere. Mm. Just because it's so, it's very welcoming, but like there's no Wi Fi. Mm. And I love that where it's have a conversation with people. So it really changes the atmosphere mm. of, of places. I, I go to coffee shops and I'm like, okay, how much am I actually staring at my phone? Mm. And then whenever I'm at baddies, I'm like, all right, nine times out of ten, I'm there with Jill, so or I'm coming in to see you. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm going to have a conversation, but seeing people actually just get to know their their neighbor. Mm. Yeah, I think one of my favorite things at baddies is when um, customers come in that I don't know, and there's other customers that are in there that are their friends, and they didn't realize they were going to be there. And then they meet each other there again, or they reunite, or they just see each other, and it's like, you know, you see them being really excited and yeah. happy to see one another, and then they end up having a coffee together or hanging out together, and that's just, to me, that's such a, it's exactly the epitome of what I want baddies to be. It's like a community hub, or just a spot where people feel um, comfortable, but then they're also in a place where they're getting a high quality product yeah. in a space that they feel accepted. Well, that, that happened with me twice, where I went in to see you, and I didn't know Cam was there, and then I was like, what? And I hadn't seen Cam in months, Mm. and then Jill and I went in to surprise you, and then out of nowhere, my brother came in with his friend, and I was like, are you kidding me? You're gonna text him or something, but yeah, no, I love what you're doing there, and the the mentality behind it as well, being the flag bearer for the Lord, and actually putting that into your business focus, that's excellent, man. Uh, you are heavily involved in your church C three. Mm-hmm. What uh, what brought you to C three, and what made you want to get more involved? I think naturally we went uh, to a few different churches before we found C three, and um, just like the way I run baddies and the way uh, I connect is community, and um, C three really prides itself on building a community and cultivating that uh, genuine community and I think uh, Pastor Sam and Jess uh, they're really genuine leaders and they can they're um, not shy of leading from the front and kind of um, being very honest from stage and being genuine and in, in all those capacities and I think that 
um, transparency attracts uh, like a specific lots of specific types of people mm-hmm. especially people like myself who I'm that's how I want to be I want to be jo- always genuine always transparent um, when you see pl- people putting on a facade or, or uh, you know giving off the idea of perfection then it's just the most to me that's the most uh, it does the opposite effect it just makes me I know no one's perfect so it's just like yeah. so I think yeah for C3 it was just a breath of fresh air and mm. it's definitely the best church that we've ever uh, been to and connected with and we've made the most amazing friendships there awesome and um, yeah so I help with the coffee team there and um, yeah just with whatever else they need and uh, you've, you've given some talks to some of the leaders there too right uh, I mean like like pretty like basic like just like we do these things on uh sunday mornings every sunday morning called the just the team huddle and oh, that's okay. just like when you um uh, usually they'll just choose a choose a specific person um and they'll just share something on their heart no they'll, they'll nice. tell them like a week beforehand and they just want to share something it's like only like a five minute thing, oh, okay cool. yeah it's nothing like huge but uh no definitely um would say that i'm pretty heavily involved Awesome. And they, they've got a website, yeah? Yeah. So. And awesome. So what I'll do is I'll make sure I attach the uh, the website and the link to their sermons and so mm-hmm. people listening can see what they're about. Maddie's has a website and you guys are crazy involved in social media. I love the yeah. Instagram stuff. So I'm going to link that up as well. <laughs> um, so how do you see the, uh, the church at work in Toronto? I know we kind of talked about it in Canada earlier, but... Since you're so like you're you're heavily involved like in Toronto and you're based mm. out of Toronto right now, like mm. how how do you see that work? Um, I think just like how it says in the Bible that the body has many parts, and I think the church at work is the body um, of Christ, um, and the different parts that it has sort of playing their part so whether C3 Toronto is an arm and then another church down the road is a leg it's just mm. like kind of together we're all playing a part um, to further God's will for you know for humanity and what he wants mm. so I think um, I think it's hard like when you're part of one church it's hard to see a full scope of like what every church is doing you yeah know? but at the, at the end of the day it's like we're all in this together and I don't see any kind of uh um, I don't know animosity between other churches I'm just like uh, to me that seems like so pointless like you know, when you hear about that kind of stuff I'm yeah. just like that's the last thing that you should be worrying about that's like you know yeah, it's just just a waste of time I think yeah yeah. It, um, I'm with you on that like at points there's times where you draw that line and where it's alright time to call out but then other times where it's just a, a church contest where it's like, well, my mm. my church's worship is hotter and yours mm. is dated. Mm. Like, yeah. yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Like, what for what? That's just seems pointless. In what way is that glorifying? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, last question on the docket, my good sir. What would you say to anybody who's thinking of pursuing a business? What kind of business? And like in your case, it's it, in your case, it's it's restaurant or baddies. But mm-hmm. you like you're a person who's actually like had had a thought, had a dream. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. You had the thought, you had the dream. Yeah. And then you pursued it, and you actually made it happen. Mm-hmm. That doesn't always yeah. happen. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you know the backstory. It's like even like the resources of making that happen um, were just like made quite a lot easier because of mm-hmm. my dad passing away and yeah. getting an inheritance and what what have you. I think I. I definitely believe I would have figured out a way to do it even if that didn't happen oh you were determined Um, it just might have taken longer (laughs) a bit longer but I think when it comes to business you just have to have especially business as a Christian you have to have true and and pure motives for business like I think you feel the most energized um, fulfilled uh, joyful when you're exercising the strengths and the talents that God's gifted you with so even if I was given a million dollars today, I'd still want to run businesses because it's just, I enjoy that. I yeah. like, I feel like I'm gifted at that. Yeah. So it's like, I want to multiply those talents because I get so much joy out of that. And God has put those um, talents in your life and in your hands because he wants you to multiply them. It's not a, it's like, it's like if I always knew I wanted to do a business, but then I just buried that talent, just yeah. like that servant. Then it's just like, I'd, I'd go through life scared and, and weary and just and just worried and never have accomplished anything. And God mm-hmm. would be like, Alex, I gave you like all that potential and you just never did it because you were too fearful. Um, so I think the biggest piece of advice would be just having pure motives and like money can't be a driver. It's, it's just not, um, there's no satisfaction in, in, in gaining um, more money. I don't think there's anything wrong with money, but I think it's a tool for... Um, that you just use, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, it's like I just totally believe in just being um, really good at something and just like uh, pursuing something with excellence. It's like the money will come. It's just that can't be the focus. It can be just like a um, you know whatever. Like it'll it'll fall into place. Mm-hmm. But there's just so many people that will go into business for the wrong reasons, or maybe they'll get into something that they're not gifted at. And I think having um, you know how it says wisdom is found in a multitude of counsel. I think when you have a business idea, I think you should be speaking with your friends and family about it, and then um, they'll be the ones that will tell you, like, oh, I don't know if this is right for you. You know, if mm-hmm. I said that I wanted to be a professional landscaper, it's like I've never done that before. <laughs> yeah. So people would be like, oh, like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to start this business? You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like having good people around you and, and asking those hard questions yeah. um, is really ideal as well. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, no, I think it's just having your heart in the right place and, and God definitely honors that. Yeah. Mm. And I, I'll definitely say before we say bye, uh, <laughs> like hearing your heart, like I, this is where I love these things and it's conversations we've had and I definitely think you're you're gifted with business. I've seen you with your your employees and how you I've had great bosses and I've had some terrible bosses and you even though I don't work with you when I watch you with your employees I'm like you're you're a great boss because you're not just being like all right make me money I'm just gonna sit in the back like you you do stuff first you model what your employees expect to do and you're I've seen you be so kind and loving to them and your customers so yeah yeah, no, I just think it's just like how um, I was just saying with Pastor Sam and Jess, it's like you either got to leap from the front. You can't expect anyone under you, um, quotation marks, to uh, do anything that you wouldn't do yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's a boss, it's not a leader. So it's just, um, and they'll always respect you more for that as well. If you're the one first, the first person to, to fix the problem or to like, um, you know, to help make things right, then mm-hmm. they'll, they'll learn from you that way. And then they'll respect you as opposed to just 
um, try and, you know, pawn everything off to them and then they'll just get weary and tired and then they'll just get over it. And mm-hmm. yeah, but no, it's definitely rewarding. I think, I think it's just really important to have your heart in the right place and mm-hmm. yeah, and just utilize the talents that God gives you. Indeed. Well, thank you so much, Alex. Thank you for taking those the time to answer the questions. We've been trying to get this together for a while. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks so much. And uh, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this interview. Like I said, I'll attach the links to uh, C3's website so you can check out them and what they're about and all the awesome stuff they're doing, along with the link to Batty's website and their Instagram. And if y'all live in Toronto, if you get the chance, it's just down by Bloor and Lansdowne. Great coffee great food it's um uh, not even a minute walk from the subway that's close and yeah. you open at uh, eight. 8 a.m and you monday close at monday eight. to saturday yeah, eight, eight to four, four. Yeah. if you get the chance trust me guys you want to go it's a great food and great a- atmosphere thanks for listening everybody hope you enjoyed share if you can and god bless my friends take care